Welcome to the Stanley Street Social Podcast presented by MAP. My name's Alice Clements and if you haven't already, make sure you check out MAP's full range at map.cc. We're here at East End with the owner, operator and special guest Max Gorn and of course Campbell Flakemore's back. Welcome gents. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thanks Alex. So I think I saw Campbell about this before, we might just talk about the climbers, talk about the sprinters, talk about the tour. Yeah. We're going to we'll unpack it all. We've been going through it stage by stage, but I think we might just go through maybe more the team sheet, look at who did what. Um, who didn't do what. Who didn't do what. <laughs> that might be easier. Because <laughs> there is few teams that came out of this happy campers. Yeah. Some really happy campers. But there was a few teams there. Jeez. Well, some troublous times, some trouble, about, trouble times. Half, half the stages are made up from three teams almost. Yeah. So. Well, when yeah, Quickstep win three, Lotto win four, and Jumbo, Jumbo win four. There's not much, four. and there's not much left for anyone else. No. <laughs> <laughs> the top three: Bernal, Thomas, and Kreisvike. Yep. Did we see this coming? Uh, when you read how it reads, apart from maybe Alaphilippe, you probably go, "That's." relatively predictable um, obviously Pino would probably be there somewhere um, if you finish the race and um, potentially Fugzang could be the other one but um, that reads probably how everyone sort of expected it to go yeah I mean the bookies favourite was Bernal but I, I always had my question marks over him he's 22 he's super young I, and to I have, believe we both didn't put him in our top three no we didn't I just thought that maybe one day his age might catch up with him but he was he was incredible, never got caught out in the splits, always in the front, and then he just came into his own in the altitude in the last three or four days, and he was clearly the best climber in the bike race. No one got close. It would have been nice to see Pino maybe at his best in those mm. last few days, but yep. um, that was brutal to see him go out, that footage of him yeah. crying, jumping mm. to the team car. That was. I mean, we've all hit our, hit our knees on our handlebars every now and then, haven't we? Have yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it is actually quite painful. Um, that it, when you when you saw him losing time straight away and no teammate was waiting for him, no, no, not even one. Um, you obviously knew something was up, and then it just got worse and worse. It's hard worse to and, hard to watch though. Um, it was amazing because a lot of riders went past him, including all the sprinters and the Gruppetto, and then all of a sudden there was another FDJ rider back there somewhere. <laughs> it, was, it was about twenty five minutes behind, about twenty k in, but. Um, yeah, I thought Sky uh, Ineos, sorry, rode it well for a 22-year-old though. He wasn't in yellow until pretty much the last day. Um, they hit him behind Jared Thomas pretty much the whole the whole race. So, um, although Castrovello and Van Baal were potentially the only two Ineos riders that rocked up, yeah, it was a bit like that. Um, they hit him quite well. So we we'll keep we'll keep going on the Pino number because yeah. that was a, a big element for why I think. I've enjoyed this Tour de France a lot. Really got into it, been tuning in every day. Pino's been animating the race. He's been up to that point. He was maybe the best climber, maybe better than Bernal. Yeah. And he's the he's a Frenchman. He's on home soil. Like that would have been one of the most gutting possible scenarios for him not to finish the Tour de France and also to come unstuck like he did in the Giro the other year last yeah. year in the last three days like and and when it started started raining over those last two stages he hates the heat and loves the rain yeah it would have been his stages 
ready to go. It was, yeah, you, you got a feel from it. The whole French thing, how many years is it? 40, 30 years? Uh, mid 80s, I think. Yeah, mid 80s. So it's, so, it's, it's, know, a, it's a long time. To have two in the top five going into the last two stages, with, and one, one of them was in yellow. Yeah, and for it all come crashing down. For it all come crashing down like that. Um, yeah, and. Bardet wasn't really lifting his part of it either, although he <laughs> well, did finish in the polka dot. <laughs> we got him to talk about as well, but if it hadn't been for that crosswind day where he lost time, he almost would have been in the yellow that day yeah. that he had to pull out. So he was my tip for the podium from the start. I was on him all tour. Big fan of Pino, but again, just something happens in the last week of a grandy. And so Bernal lost time on all the GC guys in the time trial, including Pino. So that's where the crosswind would have just it cost him completely. Yeah, 100%. Bernal's 22. Think about what you're doing when you're 22. We're getting hooped on under 23 races. Like, this guy's winning the Tour de France. Mm. And to be able to to string things things together for 21 days, that was the biggest question. The thing that we talked about at the start, um, it turns out the bookies got it right. (laughs) But Team Ineos, for me, weren't as good. No. And (laughs) that was my favourite thing about the Tour. (laughs) Um, they had oh, Poles found a little bit in the third week um, he, came, he came and went didn't he Didn't see him for the first two weeks though um, And Van Baal was lifting Above his weight um, And was superb in the hills But I mean he also won The white jersey by 25 minutes <laughs> Which is an interesting competition <laughs> in itself um, But That's what made that, This tour probably the best one I've watched For easily this decade because it wasn't controlled by any of us. It was almost wasn't controlled by anybody. Um, Quick Step did their bit, but they also handed it over to everyone else in the in the hills, and that was probably the most exciting part about it. They were definitely under what they've been in the last three, four, five years. Kriakowski was he even in the race? I don't he, think so. There's been a couple of years where he's Gianni come, Moscon was down there somewhere with him as Gianni, well. Gianni, <laughs> completely forgot about Gianni. I think the most he did was when Grant Thomas crashed that day and his bike was snapped in half. I think yeah. he, he got one poles of a water bottle at one stage. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but the Empire wasn't like it was, so they had no. to race differently. And it was probably nice to see someone, Colombian 22, be able to do something different than the team style Ineos textbook. Yep. I don't think we've ever seen someone attack 40k to go like he did on that stage got cancelled with 30k to go it's like he got the heads up that there was a landslide coming yeah, yeah he knew something <laughs> the way he didn't but 22 he he could possibly win this race more than anyone the only the, un, yeah, the only thing that will hold him back is team orders so yeah. next year who knows who's going to be they can't go off three leaders well and Carapaz is going there as well, yeah, well they can't go off four leaders <laughs> Um, so I, I, I personally think Bernal will do the Giro and Froome will go back and do the Tour um, but that's the only thing that's going to hold him back from winning the next five Tour de France yeah. will be simply what Ineos do with him but surely he's going to want to go back and, and win it again he's, he's had a taste of it he's now yeah, of it. I know. and it wasn't like he was he won it off of luck he was by far the best climber there he's going to have to do some work on his TT there was only one ITT this year which played into his hands um, and Grant Thomas, you could tell he was happy for Bernal, but there was a little bit there where he was like, oh, I really want to go B to B. No matter how much you like your teammates, it's the Tour de France. Yeah. Like, you want to win. Yeah. 100%. And for those guys, there must be a thought of like, if I was on a different team, I could have won this. When we've, people forget with Grant Thomas is, he, um, he hasn't finished top 10 in a Grand Tour apart from when he won the Tour de France. 
So this second is his next best result by a country mile. It's a fun fact. <laughs> he should be over the moon with that. But it didn't look like it, did nah. it? Nah. Nah. I wish he had the chance to respond to Burnell's climb, just to see if he could hold his wheel. Well, you know that stage that he was away and it got cancelled? Yeah. I reckon that was playing into Thomas's hands. Burnell was off the front. He Thomas to, would have attacked. He had to ride that valley by himself. Thomas was sitting in the wheels of De Plus and Kreisweik, would have been yeah. sitting in the valley. Maybe could have jumped across on the last climb, left Kreisweik, bounced across, so... I'm going to put. Know, it, we're, I'm ne- gonna, we're never going to know. But I'm no. going to put it as far as Geraint would have won the tour wow. had that stage not yeah. been canned. It was, it was a long way to be solo. Well, if you hear it was. Yeah. yeah. What coming out of the Unios camp post that uh, actually might have been the, actually it was that stage. Thomas told Bernal and asked him if he was feeling fresh and told him to attack. So it was the the team leader telling uh, Bernal to put pressure on the rest yeah, of the, soften up the rest leaders. Of the and then, unfortunately, no one went with him and was able to go away. And it almost worked out, backfired on Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Kreisweik in third. Not the most exciting. Uh, I don't get I think, excited by him. He, he doesn't he excite attack? me. I don't think he attacked. He attacked, he once. attacked Did he? once. And there was blow up on Twitter, like, <laughs> Kreisweik attacks for the first time in his career. <laughs> But third in the Tour de France, and I think we can take that away from him. He was in the front every day, didn't get caught out. Yep. Good ITT, obviously the team time trial, that was super. So it's good to see him get a podium, but he's not someone that I get really excited by. Slightly um, different rider to Primoz Roglic, but um, they had a much better team than what Roglic had in the Giro. Oh, yeah. mm. So I don't think Kreisrich gets here without De Plus and Bennett. Your mate Bennett was My out of mate control, George Bennett he? was... If he didn't lose time in the crosswind, I would have. he could have potentially been in yellow at some point during that race, yep. which would have been the first Kiwi to do it. And I don't think Scully was a chance. No. I, I, I think he actually was last for the majority of the race. But um, yeah, I, Jumbo Visma continue to amaze me with the team efforts they're putting in. And I... Next year, all the Volta. I'd just like to see them go without Gronewagen, just to see if they can put all eggs in one basket. But they've got too many Van Aert and Gronewagen. They've got too many good riders. Two, yeah. Tunis and one a stage. Yeah. Um, but Croswick, Roglic, Bennett. There's some serious GC riders. That Potentially, can potentially Dumoulin. Yeah. Yeah. That's massive. What's going to happen there if he goes to? Jumbo, it's, that's a mess. That's, that's a, a mess. jam. That's what that is. That's an absolute <laughs> mess. You're going to have three of the best uh, domestiques going around. Yeah. And if George Bennett's knocking at the door, he's seriously on the Tourmalet when he was pulling with about 2K to go, yeah. 10 guys left, he was looking so strong. And if you can get his stitch problem that we talked about mm. in the podcast I did with him, if he can get that right, then who knows? He might be able to go for some And stay on his bike. GC and stay on his bike, yeah. He must be hard as nails, that bloke. They looked like a bad fall, that Didn't one. Didn't He looked real ginger. He couldn't quite get his leg over the... Got back in and did a turn up the hill. Yeah, and then he was there with 10 blokes left. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence de Plus was super as well. He's only 24. He is. Yeah, um, right. And doing some ball biter turns in the back end of mountain stages. I think he was uh, invaluable for Kreisweik and another one. It's a bit of a log. It's going to be a bit of a log did he, jam. Did he win Lavinier when Hagee was second? Was that the year? Nah, that was the Spanish climber oh, Soler one. He was he used to duel with Roberto, Robert, Rob Power. Yeah, okay. Um, and Rob used to take him to the cleaners yeah, to right. put things into context. But uh, he was the prodigy on the Belgium squad. Bookman. Yeah. Well, did who picked this? Fourth. Fourth. I 26. Think I, I think I said if he could get a top 10, that would be a big tick. But I had him around the mark in top 10. But to be challenging for the podium is, an, is that next cut above. Yeah. 
fifth to tenth is like one thing, but to go into that top five and to be pushed for podium, he was probably saw yeah. that. he was probably the second best climber. Oh, actually, I'm forgetting Thibaut Pinot, but top was, three climbers. Yeah, he was never in trouble on the yeah, climbs, was no. he? Never and, attacked, and he but he didn't have a full squad riding for him. No, like, he didn't. He was, and, and when I looked at the squad first up, I thought Moorberger and Shackman and uh, Conrad would go for stage wins and breakaways. And yeah, I didn't rogue. think it was a strong strong team for him. But um, And Sargon, obviously, doing what Sargon does. And Daniel Oss, who, I mean, was pretty destroyed. He didn't win that stage when he was in that last group. But yeah. that, Bora's a strong team. They're just not a GC team. And that's an amazing effort to get fourth. He didn't have to attack because he nah. was, he was no. not the favourite. He no. wasn't expected to. So for him to run fourth... Um, who knows what he can do in the future? Julian Alphilippe oh. closed out the tour in fifth, only four minutes behind. I don't think you can say anything bad about this bloke. No. You can't say enough about him. It took uh, Lotto Jumbo, De Plus, Bennett going full noise up the final climb on the final stage to get rid of him, to finally crack him. It was about 14 kilometres to go. But this is, this is not a GC rider. This is yeah. one of the punchiest, most... A guy that animates bike races, and to, to, it doesn't surprise you, but it's still unbelievable that he, he ran fifth in the Tour de France. Yeah. It's amazing that he blew up on the last two stages, we'd say. Blew, he blew up, and he still beats Mikel Lander, <laughs> <laughs> who looked really strong on majority of the climbs. Yeah. Well, Even um, if you just run through the guys that are after him, Uran, Quintana, Valverde, Bargill, Port, David Gadu, Aru... Bardet, Kreuziger. Yeah. And and to think that those guys... We're talking genuine GC men. Those guys weren't doing anything. They no. weren't attacking the race. No. They were flips going wild in the first no. week. Um, and we saw Yates do that in the Giro last year, and he paid big time, but he's a GC rider. Alaphilippe didn't really have that big, big crack where he lose 15, 20 minutes. So is he going to go for GC properly in a few years' time? I'd say no, maybe no, I not. Don't, I don't. I, don't I just don't think he's physically cut out for it. Mentally, he he's a dog. Like Although he's just fighting to the bitter end. The quick steps in, it might not be there. There's a rumor that Is quick step and Ella Philippe aren't, aren't on the greatest terms. Um, which is, I mean, he didn't crack, and their GC rider that they went in with cracked, who was playing nice. the role of domestique. Yeah, even he cracked. Yeah, he did. Um, who I mean I honestly thought he could potentially win the white jersey that's how much I didn't rate Bernal at the start and Mass cracks and loses 50 minutes on the white jersey but <laughs> um, no, top five in a, in a, in a grand tour um, I'd like to see him back at the tour and he'll be back at the tour but I just I'd rather I missed him in the breakaways yeah I'd rather him not become a GC yeah, and I, I miss Bargill in the breakaways mm. I'd, I'd like him to stop going for top tens and please stuck in the breakaways more I'm not sure if you saw that stage. I can't remember what stage it was, but there was maybe 20 blokes left and he started his, his attack from the very last one. <laughs> he got about 10 metres on him. <laughs> yeah, because he'd used all his pickies to get to the front. Uh, but a top 10, I guess, for Bargill is, is okay. But, he, yeah, I mean, if you had have asked a punter, he probably wouldn't have seen Bargill in the race. Did he slip in there? So Richie went out and Bargill Richie, came Richie in. lost the plot in the last uh, few days. He lost 50 seconds last night as well. So yeah. he just looks like he didn't care, it was honestly. A bit- should we go on to Trek? It was a bit of a nothing tour. Should we do that? Are we going to go uh, through all the squads? I think point? let's go through the, the rest of the top 10. They're going to be covered in the squads. Yeah. We're starting off with Trek because I've been <laughs> off them from about stage three when they started putting riders in the break. Well, <laughs> I w- off them stage, their team time trial was horrendous. Yeah, it was. It was super ordinary team time trial. 
And then after that, they started putting riders in the breakaway. It is harsh because they did get a guy in yellow. They yes. did get a guy in yellow, but they were still just a mess for mine. <laughs> I didn't, hated, I didn't rate it at all. <laughs> and and then I think that was displayed in Richie's performance. He yep. was just off. Well, he didn't have a rider near him. Um, Molomar looked like he was the most underprepared person for a Grand Tour I've ever seen. <laughs> we were talking about Molomar being this super domestic that's going to be riding, riding in the mountains late, late in the piece for Richie, no. and he was pretty poor. Ciccone, we saw him in the first three stages, and he was in a break on the last stage, I think, or the second last stage, and that's all we saw of him. <laughs> yeah. No, they were, they were disappointed. And I, Richie, I always keep a keen eye on when the, when the GC group gets into the, the small numbers of 10 to 15 people, and he just never looked comfortable. He didn't, did he? He was no. always at the back. Yeah. He never looked like attacking. And like you said, he didn't have a ride around him. No. Like, oh, well, there was Molomar once. Yeah. Ciccone was cooked from being in yellow. <laughs> but like Max said, I think they can kind of take something out of this tour. A, yeah. a few days in yellow kind of found this new Italian rider. Yes, he had a stage win and I think KOM. Did he win the stage? He came second, I think, Ciccone. Oh, yeah, but a stage in the Giro. Oh, yeah. Um, second to Toons that yeah. day. So two days in the he's yellow. He's won two, two in the Giro. Mm. But, yeah, uh, the other thing that was probably dis- a little bit disappointing was Richie not going on just like some set sail mission. He used that lame excuse in his whatever his interview was where he said, uh, they won't let me go. I don't think I saw him try. Mind you, I'm not watching it that fine at the start of the race. but They, won't, they won't let me go, but Quintana's in the Nick breakaway. Quintana, yeah, Iran's in the breakaway. Quintana's in the breakaway. Um, I'm sure they would have let Richie go, but anyway. I wasn't the one riding the Grand Tour, so <laughs> until then. So yeah. not, a, not a pass. I don't, think, I don't think we can give Trek a pass. No, Richie moving forward. Where does he go? I well, don't is, know. Is Vincesco going to Trek? There's talk. Of, there's yeah, there's seri- talk of it the seems like it's pretty there. serious talks. Yeah, but it's a traditional Trek signing. Nibali's, what, 33? Contador, yeah. Port, they're all Contador, the same. They're all kind of just a little bit past it. And I don't think Nibali's going to go there and reach his, his form of 2015. He's not going to deliver them a, another Grand Tour, I don't think. But I, th- I think Nibali showed the Giro. He was good, but he's... And he's still going to win bike races yeah. as yeah. he won a stage of the tour, but yeah. he's not going to be winning grand tours. Uh, no. I don't know about Richie going but Richie, I'm not sure if you saw... Where, where does he go, though? Where does his career go? There was an interview on the tour tracker, the SBS tour tracker, just like the Richie interview at the end, and it was just like he was just going through the motions. He's like, yeah, I'll be back next year. And it just it was the most unconvincing interview I've ever seen. So it just looks almost like he's disinterested, which is... Hard to say. Well, pre, pre-tour, he asked the team to not make him team leader because he wasn't going as well as he, he thought he would be going. Well, you're not going to make Molomar team leader after no. doing the Giro. It was, he did, and the SBS commentators who we listened to, they just complimented how calm he was throughout, which is good because he has been quite nervous and crashed a lot. And um, But the calmness has sort of come back to bite him a little bit. But... I'm a big Richie fan and it doesn't sound like it the way I'm talking about him but I'm a massive Richie fan and to be honest if he gets himself really 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 fit and um, does some really good stuff in the criterion beforehand or something like that I'd be I'd still be keen for him for a top five yeah EF education first Rigoberto Uran in seventh posse uh, the big talking point here is TJ Van Garden isn't it yeah <laughs> He's second in Dauphiné. He mm. just he. I, I, so I'm TJ Van Garden's biggest fan and biggest uh, critic at the same time. 
Um, he was talking a lot about how well he was coming into this. He's going to ride really well for Rigoberto, but also potentially put himself into GC. Yes, he crashed, but geez, he was so unimpressive for that first week. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, every tour, I just seem to, I always get on. I mean, I always get on Van Garden for the best GC rider in his team. Always paying four dollars, juicy odds, and it always disappoints. <laughs> always disappoints me. <laughs> but apart from Rigoberto finishing seventh, there wasn't much else. Nah, would you would you classify that as a pass? Rigo in seventh, someone that's been second here before. A lot of talk that he was, you know, in, in top shape, this, that, and the other. I, I, I think, think if, po- we, if we're talking um, school grades, A, B, C, D, pass. I think a C. I think a, C minus. C minus. Betty Ol Betty Ols did almost nothing. No. Clark, Clark was in every single break almost, but couldn't get a You almost get an honest performance out of Simon Clark. Yeah. I think the biggest <laughs> the biggest talking point for them was that day that they in the crosswinds mm. they started all of it. <laughs> yeah. And then Rigo missed Lost the Rigo. split. <laughs> that was interesting. Um so it'd be interesting to see what that debrief was all about. But seventh overall, I think it's it's just it's a, a pass. pass yeah. It's just a pass. They've had a good season, I'm sure. They have. They have yeah. had a super season. Do you, so your grade? What was your grade? Uh, look, you were probably right. A C minus. C minus, Max. I'd, yeah, it's a it's it's easily a C because of top ten is still pretty hard to get, especially yes. when one team has two, and I think Movistar have two as well. So three, I think. Three. Yeah, also. they'll have three in the top ten on a yeah. m- movie star. Three in the top ten, a stage win. Uh-huh. And that is key for their, their overall yeah. rating. And Teams GC, and which they always seem to win which because they always have four For leaders. me, it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. like, is it just me or did they not ride for the strongest rider? Well, I don't think they was knew Was Valverde the, the strongest? No one knows. I think he was. I think Lander showed some days he was the strongest. Quintana, that day that he won, he was the strongest yeah. in the race. I yeah. think he set the record up that climb. I think he beat Andy Schleck's time. Um, or there was some other uh, some other record that he beat, but three in the top ten, none in the top five. It's um, <laughs> and the rumours is is Fugzang going there? <laughs> well, Quintana's leaving. Quintana's leaving. Fugzang's going, going there. Fugzang's going there. I've yeah, heard that. I've heard that one. Interesting. Valverde can't have that many more more years with him. Fugzang's yeah. not young. He's thirty four. Yeah, I'd like to see a whole team behind Lander. He's so got, would I. He has something. He loses time stupidly. On stages where he shouldn't, although it wasn't his fault, Bargill crashed into him, didn't he? Or, yeah. Um, and time trials aren't his strong point, but he's he was easily one of the more aggressive riders in the mountains. I'd like to see a whole team behind him. It'd be interesting to see what he's like as a person because he was at Astana, hmm. um, and he was super there when him and Aru tore a Giro to shreds. Went to Sky, things didn't work out for him, and now he's at Movie Star with his four leaders again. So yeah, I'd love to see him go to some random team and just get full. Full leadership because yeah. he's a good operator. Well, I think Giro was, but he just he lost time in the time trial. And Carapaz was turned into be the GC. Yeah, exactly. Another time a teammate just comes over. The top. <laughs> <laughs> Pass their mark. Yeah, I reckon a C as well. Uh, just a, a flat C, C yeah. I think. I don't just think we can look into the team. That's class. that stage victory doesn't just bump them up just a touch. Three in the top ten. I'd like to see someone in the top five. I'll give him a B minus. A B minus. Just a C. Group Armour FDJ. Yeah. It's a tricky one to grade. It's I a think hard they're an A. One. I reckon they're an A. Uh, for me, they became an A when, one, they did a good team time mm. trial, uh, and B, Thibaut Pinot was on. Yeah. 
and actually delivering. And used his team. Used his on. team. Gordeaux was good oh, in the yeah. mountains. Like they, they're a good the, performer. The Swiss, and they, the they Swiss national champ. Reichenbach. Yeah. Good would tour have, for mine. It would have it would have been great to see Thibaut in those last few days, but I I think we can kind of just push that to the side yeah. and, and give him give him an A. And Gordeaux was wearing the white jersey. Obviously, it was because Bernal was wearing the yellow, but at least he got to wear yeah, it in the last yeah, stage. Exactly. <laughs> but normally, Alex, I think you said this in our last pod that we did often in a Grand Tour, you won't even realise that FDJ are in it. No. This time we knew they were on the front, a solid team time trial, Pino winning top of Tourmalet. Well, that's because they normally ride for Demar and miss the time gap because they're all back <laughs> yeah. there riding for him. Yeah, that's <laughs> and there was one rider left. <laughs> very good point. Mitchell and Scott. Uh, they're almost they're almost a team of the tour for me. I I almost think yes, but ultimately their goal was GC. Full credit yeah, for yeah, the yeah. they reshuffled the deck big they style. Always reshuffled the deck well. Whitey's always you know always about getting the troops up on the bus. Gets quite emotional in the video. They had a poor team time trial. They did. Yeah, which is probably the one they probably set themselves for. I'd say as well. Um, the Yates have been doing a lot of time trial work. Apparently, you keep hearing that, but they had a real poor team time trial. But a plan B to able to nail four stages. Um, not with, bad. With three yeah. different riders. Not bad. Not bad at all. And they didn't try. Like, they were in some breaks, but they weren't in an amazing amount of breaks. I think Trent, Simon Yates was only in maybe three. Yeah. And won two of them. And Trenton was only in maybe three and won one. And Darren Wimpy was only in one. Yeah. And that stage that got canned where Simon Yates made his way back to Burnout. He yeah. probably could have just sat on the wheel the whole time and... Maybe and dumped him on the Probably would have put the polka dots on if that yeah. stage kept going as well. But I don't know. I just think they went there for GC. Adam Yates. Can he? Can either Yates I don't win know. a GC? Well, they've won it. He's won, he's won, uh, he's he's won, won, won a Welter. I think okay. we've got to classify the tour. Tour de France, the, the, the big stage. I think no. I, I just They just seem too... They just don't seem robust enough. They seem undisciplined. Um, they always seem to have something go wrong. And they're going to be fighting with Bernal their whole career. Bernal's five yeah. years younger it's, than It's them. not a good time to be a GC rider. It's not. It's not a good time. But When a 22-year-old's winning the Tour de France, it's not like he's on the out. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'd love to see him win, but I just, don't, I just don't see it happening. I think Simon's probably the more reliable one. Yeah, Simon seems the more reliable one. Their score? Just on pure results. Yeah. Well, he's already got a grandy under yeah. his belt. The Giro last year, he was superb. I think Adam was fourth of the tour one year, but I, I just, yeah, I just don't think he's uh, he's reliable enough to win a to win a Tour de France. Their score? B, a B. Maxi, um, I, I, a B plus. Yeah, I reckon they the whole going on an F and then save themselves to a B. Mm. Um, I, to win four stages and four three stages. Di- three different riders. That's incredible. I I think it's a tremendous effort, it's and big, especially when. Uh, maybe apart from Trenton, none of them are amazing stage winners. Um, I mean, Daryl, we've seen him do it before, um, but none of them are, are really big sprinters. So I've, it's pretty impressive. Wanty Group, Goubert. Not bad. You were about uh, to go the other way, weren't you? Uh, well, what, what, yeah, what, are they, what else are they meant to do? They had, going to did they end up with two in the top 20 or just one? Uh, Xavier Maurice. Yeah, lost I think he was kind of just late, sleeping every day. Yeah. He was sleeping. What did he end up, Albie? Have you got uh, the results? That was Martin. Yep. And 
21st. Oh, yeah. close. Call it top 20. Yeah, for a, I mean, they're not a pro team, uh, I'm pretty pro, sure. Pro Conti. Yeah, so to have two in the top 20 or just around, I think it's it. And they were prominent in the breakaways. Um, I'd probably expect a little bit more from Guillaume Martin. That's probably the third time he's... Is his third tour where he's been around the GC yeah. mark and hanging in with the main group? I thought potentially... Didn't look like he had the legs when he got in breaks, so did it? No. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, probably right. Maybe for them, expectations. Yeah. A B. B. Yeah. Yeah. What I else did you expect? Yeah. I don't think we really expect him to go jag a stage win. No. Let's get something onto something a bit more juicy. <laughs> UAE Team Emirates. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The best, the best part of their tour was when Hanau went to the front on the last stage and did the Colombian four at the front. <laughs> <laughs> First time they were in the front. <laughs> yeah, that was the highlight of the stage, <laughs> tour. I think their best result was a Christoph second place Chris. on stage four. Yeah. They didn't even know who their sprinter was at the start. No, nah, they had Philipson there yeah. as well. Then they had Aru, they had Martin, they had Henel. They just had leaders everywhere. They, oh. they had Philipson there for experience at the Tour de France. <laughs> yeah. Unheard and, of. And then he went on his own. He yeah. left Christophe and went for one himself. Yeah, then he was, yeah, he was trying to jag his own stage wins. Um, I think at the start we said that it was going to be a mess, and it was. Yep. There was no cohesion. There was, there was no real goal. What was our room uh, doing? Yeah, I think as you said, we we're talking about um, the team plans, and you went in there, and they just got no plan. No. It's just do just, what you want, boys. Do what you want, boys. And it was, and that's what they've done. Well, Dan yeah, Martin yeah. was disappointing. He, Dan Martin's came out and had an article written about. Him. He must have said something quite controversial, but it was about UAE and their setup for the tour and how they set him up. And I mean, a lot of people when they get bad results do seem to go back and pot everything that they did beforehand but they don't say that, they don't say that before the um, the season starts I mean Melbourne weren't talking about their pre-season before the season started but um, no and Dan Martin got dropped any time any pressure got put on breakaway or Peloton didn't yeah. he yeah he did not impressed I, no. I thought he's in his top form he's someone that can do a top 10 yeah Maybe a top five. But where, where, and did did, where did he end we, up? Uh, he ended up 18th, yeah. Uh, yeah. genuinely 45 minutes down. And, yeah. and Aru would just be past it. And Aru was uh, 14th, yeah, 27 right. minutes down. I was, I was just disappointed we didn't get to see Dan, Ma- Dan Martin go wild on some stage, just that gangly figure. Mm. And he's quickish for a climber. You know, yeah, that, that kind of route. like... Tango to the finish. He's normally the quickest guy there, but obviously this wasn't up to the level. They're a, they're a D minus for me. A D minus. Yeah, yeah I was going to say something like a D, but you're probably more accurate with a D minus. The only thing that saves me from a fail is at least Fabio and Dan Martin got t- got screen time. Yep. I mean, Fabio was probably the 15th person dropped in the GC team, so when there was still 20 in there, he's still in there, and Dan was in breakaways. Yep. And Tenel got that photo with the Colombians. AG Tuar Le Mondial. Well, they've won the poker dot. They won yeah. the poker dot jersey in the end. Yeah, I've got I've written teams down here that I've given it probably a pass, and they've just slipped in winning the KOM. He was a big kind of favourite amongst the French to do a, a yeah. good GC, but he was nowhere near it. I think there was some talk of him getting blood tests after the tour because he was so uh, unsure why his form was so bad. But the Smallest K- ever points, points tally, King of the Mountains won. It was never a race for it, really, yeah. was there? Wellens had it his own way for two weeks and then one day 
Bardet goes and gets some points. And I think everyone realised Wellens couldn't get over the big mountains. So yeah. He's <laughs> it was a free-for-all. For those week-long races. It would have yeah. been nice to see him hang on. But yeah. I think... A, a I would have liked Caruso. Damiano. Did they seem, were trying, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, it did seem like something was happening there. And then and he was moving well. Yeah. Always moving well, Caruso. The KOM jersey for mine is something that you need during the tour. It's where you get your value out of it. Yeah. Get some TV time. Yeah. Get yeah. to go on the front of the stage. And also if someone outside of GC calculations, like a Julian Alaphilippe last year, goes for it. Yeah. Rather than a Roman Pardé, which everyone's already saying he's not even happy with it. So. <laughs> he ran the polka shorts on the last day as Which well. is interesting. What do we think of that? <laughs> yeah, not a fan, personally. Fan. Yeah. Nah. Nah, maybe for the last day I can get, I can let it, <laughs> it's let right. slide. But when I, when it's not your like your your ambition, like when it's kind of his consolation second, prize. Second, yeah. second place, done it. I don't know if you can run that. Team, what's, their, what's their what's their grade? Their grade a C. Oh, that's, that's generous. Strong. Brought up from a D after they go got they got D. they got a C yeah. because of that photo oh, that photo in Paris. He's on. He's there. True, they do get that photo on the show. They're on the podium, aren't they? All right, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you, Alex. So This will be a good one. Team somewhere. Um, yeah. They had a good rider there, the young fella. Um, Kamna. Yeah. yeah, where's he I finished? That was the shining light for them. That was the shining light. He was a good consolation for them to come from the tour because yes. obviously... 40th. 40th. So Kelderman... Kelderman was ultra disappointing in the first week and then um, as we've drawn. Um, Matthews, who, I mean, the, if you follow Matthews' three weeks, it's a phenomenal three weeks. He was their lead sprinter, then turned into lead-out man, then turned into a man who couldn't get in breakaways. <laughs> <laughs> it was an amazing and three weeks. Paris has his derailleur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And... And all through this tour, there's just rumours going around their main man is leaving the team too, just to put that little cherry yeah. on top. That, I mean, their, their preparation was interrupted with Dumoulin withdrawing yeah. late. Everyone has to kind of reshuffle and focus, has to change. And Matthews was apparently working on being able to ride tempo. and. Yeah, I don't buy into that. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. Um, he won that bunch kick when Alaphilippe... Mm. I still think the they road. missed out big style on Them that and stage. A lot of other people missed out that day that Alaphilippe won his first stage. There yep. was no organisation. That was the. St- I think they had a lot of guys there. Um, you'd have to check the results. Maybe I'm just making this up, but that was a stage. No, he did. He did win the bunch sprint. He won. He yeah. definitely won the bunch sprint. But whether he had teammates there or not, I don't know. But oh uh, well, he says he can't win it with his teammates. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like I said, he was doing a lead out for a cess bowl. Oh, and then Nicholas Arndt. I don't know what he did. No, but I think. Cam is probably their shining light. I think he won an under-23 or an under-19 world championship TT. So he's got a, a good motor, but overall, I think they're going to have to probably get a get a D. Yeah, I'm, I'm, or I'm even a D- because mm. I, had, I had high expectations for Kelderman. Just on his tour last year, riding super domestique for Dumoulin. It might have been in the Giro. Um, yeah, I had high expectations and he disappointed me. But um, I mean, obviously, there was something wrong with him, but... Mm. Yeah. Well, for Kelderman, Rob Power went to altitude by himself for ten days in preparation for Dumoulin. Yeah, and he was going to go if Kelderman was going to was in good enough nick in the lead up. Oh, really? Rob Power didn't go. Say no more. Say no more. All right, I'll give Campbell his limelight. Team CCC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just sit back and relax. Campbell's done some notes. I on have this. done a little bit of homework here because. 
it was it was dismal. It was a dismal performance. Where are my notes? Here they are. I just took a few <laughs> few notes down. Um, Clear out the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously they didn't have a sprinter. Okay, yep. that's fine. They don't have a GC man. That's also fine. They're not going to win those proper mountain stages. However, the breakaways they've got to be in them and they've got to be contesting. And they just weren't breakaway. The first one that survived on stage six. The breakaway wins their best on the stage was 34th. Degent, he won on that day. Stage 8, GVA was 8. That doesn't really count. Um, stage 9. Stage 9 was the one where they missed out in a big way. There were 15 guys up the road. They didn't have one. You know, if, you're, if you're a team that doesn't have a sprinter, doesn't have a GC rider, what are you doing not getting in the 15 rider break that goes up the road? Can someone tell me here? Can only imagine what the sports director would have been saying for the um, for the earpiece. Um, yeah, or, or or the representative from CCC that brought along the the biggest race in the world, and Pumping they're just millions. not in it. They're just well, they were just lacking Lawrence Ten Dam, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't pick him. Well, they put their best rise in the Giro. That's <laughs> oh, no. Um, and GVA was eleventh on a stage twelve and third on stage seventeen. Well, they had that good one with Simon Simon Gesher. Which, I mean, he knew he was never going to beat Simon Yates up no. that hill, so he had a crack, and I didn't mind that from CCC, but that's the only time. And then GVA in the final stage where he decided to... <laughs> well, you were talking about <laughs> that. Um, I'm like, that. that is a... Uh last-ditch effort if you've ever seen one. On the Champs-Élysées with seven sprint trains lined up. That was a word that came from the top of CCC. Make sure you get our jersey on stage, on the cameras in this last stage, whatever you do. He thought he was potentially in line for most combative for the tour, Hurricane GVA, because he he did do a fair bit of combative stuff, but I reckon that was potentially another last effort to try and get most combative. Yeah. Who did win most combative for the tour? Uh, Alaphilippe. Alaphilippe, which is fairly expected. Yeah, of course. But G- GVA was not taking any- anything away from him. Yeah. He was always one trying to contest the stage, always putting his hat in the ring. He had a yeah. KOM jersey, yeah. stage two. But overall, I think we can probably give them a... They're almost... I mean, there's a... there's a Not to name any names, there's a South African team coming up, but they're almost <laughs> the fail of the of I the think tour. they did better than them. Yeah, all right. D minus. D minus. Roscoff with 10th in the TT as well. So that's something to take home for him. Yeah. Disappointing. Disappointing. Baja and Merida? Uh, well, I find Bahrain probably a little bit hard to judge because of Rowan Dennis um, and Nibali's form. Uh, Caruso was prominent and could have won a King of the Mountain stage. Dylan Toons won a stage. Um, so. They're probably not as bad as what we think. I nah. reckon they've done okay. I think probably a B. Yeah. Mm, I, I, I was, was pretty happy with within the green jersey market for a bit. Yeah. He was winning some intermediates. A lot of bad press for Rowan going home. Mm. But to get two stage wins and, like I said, Caruso was trying yeah, I was well. pretty happy. And Nibbley was good. Rumours of him leaving the team. Pretty yeah. strong rumours. And he still put put his hat in the ring. Yeah. Went, on a, went on a hard stage and won it in... Pure nibbly class, and I thought that don't good. don't forget that uh, director sportif that did the the presser after Rowan's. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> talked about this in our last pod, Max. Yeah. Just second language pinned against the wall, snaky journalist just coming after him, and he, he put up put up a straight bat, and uh, <laughs> so full credit to him as well. A B plus for mine. Yep, I agree. Stana. Uh, it's always tricky when you're leading. It's, it's hard, but... It is a very disappointing tour for them. Mm. They were... 
they were almost the energy last year. Um, they did bring a lot of people that could win stages and didn't necessarily have a GC rider last year, but um, they, yeah, they almost, obviously a few guys crashed out. Lewis Leon Sanchez crashed out as well or was sick and went home. Um, and he's one of their big stage winners. Yeah. So there is a problem there, but um, Bill Bauer just never looked strong in the breakaways. Omar Frail never looked really strong. Um, Court never looked strong. So Had a lot of guys that were... Like a cut out for stage wins, yeah. don't they? But they just never really got it together. Well, that, well, that day where uh, Fulzang pulled out, the next day the breakaway won, and they had one person in there, and he never really fired a shot. Like it just seemed like that was going to be their day, but they just, unlike Mitchelton, who were able to adjust mm-hmm. straight away, they just didn't seem like they could adjust. Yeah, I think you might have Fulzang for I, a podium at start. I had Fulz- sure. no, I had Fulzang second. Geraint to win full sand second, Kreisvik yeah. third. Crash stage, crash stage one, didn't he? Yeah, stage? crash yeah, stage one. He's probably playing catch up from there. That never helps. Yeah. Score? I think a D. Yeah. I think disappointing. Very really disappointing. D. It's always hard though when you're... We've been harsh, but D. Yeah. Yep, D. What is Sudal? A. Big a tour to big oh, tour to France. Well, to add... The big one is adding to Ghent. Yeah. Um... You take Caleb Ewan's three. I mean, and that's super impressive. But adding to Ghent and then adding a polka dot for seven. Wellens in the jersey. The polka yeah. dot jersey. It's a value during yeah. the tour. It no is. one cares who wins. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're right. All, all that matters is you got that jersey on the start line. I was talking to Campbell before. Like, I was, I'm confident in his ability. But coming in, like, stage before Caleb won his first stage, I was like, oh, geez, is he going to win a stage? Like... Just getting a little bit unlucky in a, f- mm. in a couple of opening sprints. and But then he's winning on the Champs-Élysées. Yeah. He crushed it. Yeah. He won every sprint. The last three sprints he and, won. Yeah. And, and the thing for me too, he was winning sprints. This is not like Caleb Ewan to a T, like powder weight coming in slightly uphill. No. He was winning genuine drag races against Viviane, the biggest men. And we're not, we're not talking a Tour de France of last year where there was no sprinters there. We're talking everyone's there for the big dance. And yeah. he was crushing it. I think you're right with DeGent just adds that extra yep. cherry to it. Caleb was a sprinter. He was there to win stages. I think they probably would have taken one with Caleb, but three and then DeGent, who that was incredible that yeah, day. He d- just went from the start. I mean, every tour, it just seems like we mentioned DeGent. And it's a credit to him. He's got an incredible ability to pick the right breakaways to yeah. get in. Same with Cummins, who unfortunately didn't do it this year. But um, they're two guys that just seem to get in every break, and those ones are the ones that stick. And uh, for the selection committee, they'll be pretty happy Campbell's taking Caleb Hewan this year. Andre Greifel didn't have such a good tour. Yeah. Like, yes. he's, he's, he was the replacement and... He came eight from the shots. They, they nailed it. Can we all agree on an A-plus for yeah. Lotto? Yeah. yeah. The Zacharin special, Team Katusha Albacine. They wrote GC for a guy who finished 60. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. What did they do in the tour? I didn't really see them too much. Um, Marco ha- Haller almost missed time cut, but thanks to the stage getting shortened, yep. he didn't. Yep. That's my report from Katusha. They seemed relatively prominent uh, in lead-outs, in sprint stages. They, they had were, someone there who they? was... I used to... Doc, there was randomly... And even last night's stage the in the Champs-Élysées, they were on front. Katusha were on the front for a K. And I was just wondering who they were riding for. I didn't really have much of an idea. <laughs> well, Rick Zabel had to pull out 
midway through the race. Yeah. Maybe Hava was their sprinter that they were looking towards. But honestly, they did a good team time trial. I think they were top five, maybe even top three behind Sky and... Sorry, behind Ineos and Jumbo. But after that, it was all downhill. I think they picked seven lead-out men. <laughs> and then Zacharin. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Score? What are we, what are we giving F. them? F. Yeah. F. It's a fail. It's a fail. It's a fail. They, were, they weren't even there. F. N-A. Team Jumbo Visma. But first of all, we need to run. we've been running this segment for the tour sponsored by the Sufferfest, the online training software, where we, we talk about the guy that suffered the most. For me, he's, he's one of the Jumbo Visma men. He's one of your men. He's, he's your best man. Yep. George Bennett, when he crashed the first time in that stage with 109 kilometres to go, on the downhill, hit the pavement, couldn't get his bike, couldn't get his leg back over the bike, and then he's... Riding with 10 men on the last climb. Did Nicholas Roche ever get back in the group? He didn't, did he? They both crashed at the same mm. time. George, I think George got back they on did, and got they back did in crash, the yeah. George got back on and got back in the group. Yeah. He, for me, he is my self-affessed rider of the, of the Tour de France. Yeah, I'm, um, in unrelated news, I'm getting married in uh, early January next year and hope, hoping that George is still going to come. Um, I'm going to get a suit for him. I've never met him, but um, <laughs> I'm going to get a suit for him. So it's who his sizes. I know he's a listener. Um, no, I've got a man crush on him, and what he did during the tour was superb. And I hear from him that the Volta is apparently what his team has told him that he can go for. Um, I've had a look at their team sheet, and Krujewick and Roglic are both there, so I don't know what's going to happen there. he gets into that. Yeah, but apparently he's allowed to have a crack at the Volta, so... Um, hence why I might be going over. That'd be nice to see, actually, George doing his mm. own thing. And I think his form showed in the tour that he can be in, right up there on the GC, as long as everything goes yep. goes right as it has to do. But Don't uh, go back and get bid-ons in the crosswinds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're third on GC. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Your rider that suffered the most? Uh, I think I said this on the second rest day, but again, Julian, Alaphilippe, those... Those last few mountain stages, you could just tell he just—he was doing everything he could. Like he just had the weight of a nation on his shoulders, and you knew that he was getting everything out of his body, and he just couldn't do it. He just couldn't stay with him. And I think he was the one that was suffering the most in those last two weeks. So, for me, it's it's Alaphilippe. Well, I'll go a slightly different approach. Mm. Viviani. I don't yeah. mind that. Yeah. Viviani had to. Well, he had to see how much he was yeah, cooked. He, he, <laughs> he was super domestic. That's why he ran 17th this yeah, last time. Don't he, have the legs. His legs were left in the Alps. <laughs> that's, a, that's not a bad that's shout a really there, Max. Good point, actually, yeah. And overall, the team, they were good. A Jumbo. Plus. A plus. Yeah. Um, they were super. Uh, disappointing the Van Art. Uh, left us early. Yeah. What was his time splits? What was his? Was he ahead of? In the in the TT, I didn't quite see what his splits. Yeah, he was were. going well. Um, I don't think he was where Alaphilippe and G were. Okay. But I think he might have been a third. Yeah. But yeah, that that was super. And. Tunison winning the first yeah. day. Tunison winning. Obviously, you guys, you guys have had podcasts since then. You would have surely delved into whatever yeah. Tunison did in that first stage. Yeah. I guess I guess the only thing for me that they probably didn't tick is Grunewagen to get one Another more. One. Yeah. One 
good, yeah. but to really excel, um, as he came in as probably the quickest bloke. Yeah, heading into the three tour, sprints, three sprint stages, three yeah. different riders. <laughs> yeah, different riders. Sprints are one one anyway. But their team time, their team time shot, their support yeah. in the mountains for Kreisvik, yeah. superb. A plus. Yeah, they We've were been a good big team. Big fans of them for yeah twelve really eighteen months now. They look like they have a team in the mountains for once. Yeah. So I'm excited for whatever their plans are of tours ahead. Yeah. I feel a bit sorry for this team, Bora Hansgrove. Why do you feel sorry for him? How many green jerseys Sagan won? Seven. Seven. But he wins by so much, it kind of just gets... It's just like an assumption. It gets disregarded a yeah. bit. It's not... There's he's no hype own, around it. He's the, in his own bike race. For how, for how much he's... For what he's done and how much he's won, it's it's unbelievable, but it just just sits over there. He goes in the break and Cobrelli and Matthews just watch him go. Mm. It's amazing. <laughs> how many points did Caleb finish behind him in the green jersey? Because I saw that Caleb finished up in second... Uh, Peter Sagan in uh, three sixteen, Caleb Ewan in two forty eight. Drink Caleb takes a bit of confidence out of that, maybe, and can look well, cause, towards challenging. Because also say Caleb won two more of those stages, maybe yeah. challenge for some intermediates. Be- besides the fact that, because Caleb didn't challenge for one intermediate, Not once. No. and besides the fact he won three stages, he was good. Like he was a consistent performer uh, throughout. I think he takes a bit of confidence out of it. One stage win. Green jersey and fourth on GC. I was impressed. What do you just give be- that? Uh, I just thought they were everywhere when I saw the team sheet first up. And that never ends up good for a team that wants to win a green jersey and potentially a yellow jersey. So um, I was really impressed. They were prominent in GC groups um, with Mulberger and Mulberger. Conrad being there for um, a, lot of, a lot of the time. So... Daniel Oss, if he had won his stage, maybe um, an A, but maybe a B plus, just because Sagan's expected, isn't it? I think you can always pen him in for yeah. one. Mm. Yeah. I think he's won only, only he's 12 stages. It seems like he's won more than that. Finished second 22 times. Yeah. Is that right? Is that 23 now after stage one? Probably, mm. yeah. Their score? I think B plus. B, yeah. B plus. Mazel... Keep the fun going on Team Dimension Data. Oh, superb, weren't they? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dearie me. That's, I mean, South African racing's come a long way. But that's got to put a hole in it, doesn't it? Yeah, I didn't do quite as much research on them as what I did with Team CCC, but <clears throat> I think that's the worst performance by anyone in the race. Yep. They had Nizolo, who was their, their allocated sprinter, had to go home early. Through a crash, he was fourth on stage one. But after that, what did mm. they do? A Kruisiger with the top 20. Didn't see Michael Valgren once in the race. I was expecting him to go into some breakaways. Ben King, I think, tried once. But Him and Boysenhagen were in the break at one stage. Boysenhagen was okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> like try, like try, trying, to pull, trying to pull one... Positive out of this Tour de France. Well, Kev, Kev was probably their best because his Twitter form was superb. Yeah, I I think we I talked about this in the last pod. They should have just taken Kev just to get a quote. Yeah. At the end of each stage. Yeah. Even if he didn't run a top twenty. And their GC, unfortunately, he was he's finished top twenty Kruger. Yeah. But I did not see him once. No. <laughs> How has he finished? Top I think 20? I think like well top twenty. I think that's over half an hour down, yeah, and that's right. just that's um. When the top 10 guys go, you just get dropped and ride to the top of the climb. 
<laughs> he's top 20 on GC. Uh, they had the best helmets in the peloton. Their green helmets stand. You can tell when Boston Hagen's somewhere near the front on the sprint stage because these green helmets sticking out. Their score? F. F. Big F. Direct energy. Don't really need to say Terp, that crashed out. Kalmajan did some breakaways. Yeah. Yep. Um, For a French French team, aren't they? Total direct energy. Yeah. yeah. Wild card team. Slightly disappointing from a French point of view. I, I think would a C. Have thought. Yeah. Compared to Wanty, I reckon Wanty were better. 100%. Yep. Um, team Sam Sex. Bargill. Bargill 10th. 10. Got Gra- the French jersey Grapple. out there a bit. Grapple was mentioned every stage, at least. <laughs> well, that, that's to my point about Team Dimension Data. If Cav was there, he would have been mentioned yes. at least, whereas no one got mentioned um, in that squad. They were amazed. Kino and um, and Robbie were amazed every time Bargill was coming to the front of the sprint stage doing some work for yeah. for Andre. Um, Bargill was good. I liked Bargill. I don't think he's a GC rider. He should focus no, on trying to the I completely agree. I think he could... Get a lot more bang for your buck if he yeah. went on the hunt for the polka dot again or just yeah. raw stages. C plus, B minus. I'm thinking. I'm thinking C plus. I'm, I'm thinking B. Top <laughs> ten on the general. Yeah. Take that. How much do they pay for Grapple? <laughs> is, he on, is he on a high contract? He would have taken a big pay cut. Surely <laughs> Coffee dis. Yeah. Uh, well, they, I mean, they've got a good rider. Harada's a good rider, but he just. I think. They haven't won a stage since Chavanel 2009. And yeah, they get right. invited back every year. So there's going to come a point where the organisers think, hang on, you guys aren't doing what you guys are here yep. to do and win. Tom might be up for coffee just in the race. Is that a fail? Oh, no, I don't think it's a fail. It's They're a, a fail. French team. That would be harsh to give um, uh, Wanty Group a, a B and them a fail. Yeah. I think maybe a C. C minus. C minus. I agree with that. We talked about EF before with Rigo, but their score, we didn't give them a... Uh, Where do you put someone who finished seventh but the other seven didn't turn up? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, that's a bit harsh on Clark. That's a bit harsh on Clark. Simone was good. I I didn't mind. That is harsh on him. His nick wasn't as good as it probably needed to be, but his enterprise was up there. Not only did he get in breaks, he attacked when he was in breaks as well. So that's a bit harsh. I'll give them a C. Yeah, C. C plus. Team Ineos. A plus. A plus. Oh, really? Just because they come one-two. I think just because purely because the fact they were one-two. And if they and their biggest rider was not there. Yeah. Like think of, think about going on the tour, and if you take the biggest rider out of all of these teams, it'd be in, like non-existent. A plus. A plus. Who are they going to take to the Volta in other years? Thomas. Confirmy, he seems like Thomas confirmy, seems like he's peaking. Yeah, I don't know. Thomas seems like the sort of guy that would just want to get on the piss for two months. Yeah, now. you're right. Um, Bernal, probably too young. He seems yeah, like, a, he seems like someone's again. got his head screwed on and be ready to go It'll next be Gag- week. Gagenhardt or Sikolov. Or what's, the, what's the Russian think, fella's name yeah, again? S- yeah. Sikolov. Yeah. Gagenhardt, maybe. But I think you can't look past one, two on the general. Yeah, that A-plus as well. Just a quick one on them. Bernal, his best result on a stage was fourth. Besides the team time trial, where they were second, didn't they give him the win on the landslide stage? There was no stage winner on yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was probably going to win that stage, but it's just a little bit of a fun fact there. And I was impressed with um, Cachavello and Van Baal. Yeah. As much as the other guys didn't impress Van, me in their Van team. Van Baal was Van good. Van yeah. Yeah. Van Baal and Cachavello some big me. mountains. I think this is the last team because I haven't been going through them in order. But to Kenny Quipset, 
I think an A. Yeah, I think an A. Their, a, their, a. Whole, their whole tour got thrown on its head and everyone had to do a different role than yeah. probably what they were used to and I reckon they adjusted quite well. Yeah. Um, Three stage wins. Yeah. 14 days in Yeah, Europe. I think... They had the... Uh, Valgren. Asgren. Asgren. Super. Yeah. How old is he? I think he's 23 or 24. Yeah. But only a second year pro. Super. And he got himself in a little break at one point. Yeah, and then he was happy. pulling on the front every day. He yeah. did the top 10 in the TT. Yeah. Just like his batteries didn't run out. So he's a he's a good find. But I think he's second in Flanders as well. You know who Ella Philippe could have done with? A Bob a Bob Youngles. <laughs> Your mate. <laughs> he could have helped him. He could have helped him. Late, late in the mountains, man. Yes. Well, we all know Bob doesn't go late in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Gents? Just want to do a quick vote. So, uh, the best, the best, so, best uh, 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 Teams and riders. Team, are we talking teams or riders? Teams and riders. I've got yeah. both of them down. Team votes, Jumbo. I think I'm going to give them the three. Quick Step 2 and Ineos 1. Wow, how have you missed? Okay, no, who, who, it's, it's, no, it's no, your votes. And, and, and Votto Sudal is the the honourable mention. Yeah. mention. Is that who you're pulling me up for? I think I think Lotto have got to be in there. Yeah, I just think because Caleb was a sprinter, he was expected to win a stage at least. Yeah, I know right. three is incredible, but quick step to to do what they did and and Ineos one too. And riders and riders, Alaphilippe three votes, Bernal two votes, twenty two winning the Tour de France, no Pretty off days. Impressive. And Caleb Ewan, one vote, three stage wins, the most in the race. After a lot of adversity in the first two weeks, I think he's, he's going to be in the votes. I like that. Um, mine's off the cuff, but uh, Jumbo Visma, I think, would get the three for me as well. Um, super impressive, and just the way they protected a podium finish as well. Yeah. Um, FDJ would probably get second for me. I just love how they were all dedicated to the cause. Um, and the way Tebow used his teammates. Um, it's something to watch, watching Gado attack and then Pino catch him. And it's, I thought they livened up the tour, and I'm not French or any sort of French connection, but I wanted them to win. Um, and I think it would be a toss-up between Ineos and Lotto. Um, come one, two in a tour, but it's expected, is it? Lotto yeah. winning four stages, is that expected? Especially with the team list they went in with. Um, yeah, so one of them's the honourable mention, one of them's the one vote. For riders, uh, Tebow's my three votes. Tebow, 100%. He was... You just seem... And unfortunately, this is the story of his career. Something happens to him. Yeah, it does. And it's happened again. This one seems like it was a little bit out of his control. But, um, but he livened up that, that, that tour. He, that was something special. Alaphilippe would probably be my two. So the two Frenchmen... Um, going hand in hand and the one vote look it could be a toss up between any of the guys who won multiple stages um, I really like Simon Yates um, mm. having your Mitchelton Scott hat on for a little bit I thought Simon Yates was pretty impressive Yeah, didn't see him for nine days and then all of a sudden he's almost in every break um, yeah so that'd be the three I'm going to go with Jumbo Visma, numero uno on the team on the team front. I think they are, are their diversity of wins and also their support for Kreisbach was good, really good. 100%. Number two, uh, Lotto, Caleb, Degent, good team support. 
they delivered. Number three, Mitchell and Scott, I think, for reinventing the wheel. They went in there with one clear direction, and they came out with four separate, but good results. Did we expect a stage, uh, a chance for a breakaway with Jacko? I think we did. In that last week? Yep. Didn't see a lot of Hagee. No. No. No, we didn't at all. Probably the slightly disappointing bit. And, and to go on that, their team time trial, but go on. <laughs> uh, riders, Bernal's won the tour at 22. Thanks for coming. Three votes. Three votes. Julian Alaphilippe has muscled his way through the majority of the tour and to hold up in some of those stages he shouldn't have held up on. Yeah. Two votes. And the one vote... Is Ilno Zacharin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely not Zacharin. Oh, Thibaut Pinot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's a class act. He was good. It's amazing when a Frenchman's doing well in the Tour oh, of France. Do you see that clip at the top of the Tourmalet with the president? Yeah. With uh, Alaphilippe and Pinot, just the boys were just Imagine lapping it up. Pinot... He was taking the race on too. It wasn't like a, he was just... It wasn't classical. He wasn't, he was wasn't it? finishing no. in the wheels. No. Like finishing the wheels, fourth, fifth, behind the guys. He was throwing it all down, so full credit to him. I mean, I'm not as deep in the cycling rules and etiquette as you two are, but... Um, We're talking about the yeah, Tony Munn and uh, Luke Rowe getting DQ'd stage 18. Yeah, from my perspective as a fan, it it didn't seem as bad as what they talked it up to be and both teams hurt dearly. Mm. Um, obviously, anyone else has come one too, so it doesn't look like it, but other guys had to do work and um, Tony Martin seemed, he tanked the time trial to to, to help out um, Jumbo, so it was a big, it was a massive price to pay. I think it was too hefty price to pay. To, there was a little bit of argy-bargy, yeah, it doesn't look good, but it's sport at the end of the day and it's competitive, passions are high. The two made up after the incident. So I think if they can get over it, I think everyone else should. Maybe a, a, a harsh penalty, financial penalty, uh, back at the, the time for the, for the stage. But to get sent home is, is too right, much. Yeah. This, is, this is a tour special though. They it's love sending. Time, they love sending it's not guys home. Team Ineos, Gianni Massimo. Yeah. <laughs> that was surprised he wasn't involved. In yeah. fact, he should have sacrificed himself <laughs> a row. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was too much for mine. Yeah, Being sent home from the tour is the ultimate disqualification. Yeah. And yeah. if you ran him off the road, like put him into the fence in a sprint, did something like genuinely dangerous. Something that could yes affect it, someone's health. Yes, you should have got a penalty for it, but. I don't know. It's funny how little talking point that is now compared to what's happened since. Yeah. With yeah. your landslides and your... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Imagine if I, I Melbourne, it was a Melbourne bit Richmond poor. can't go ahead this week because a landslide has, yeah. has crushed half the Jeep. <laughs> it was a bit poor and yeah, it was just it was very cycling, the whole thing for me, like some stupid rule, disqualify them and then everyone makes up because they're all friends and yeah, yeah, that just sums up cycling for mine. What wine are we drinking, Max? Uh, it's a Pinot. Have you, have you become a bit of a connoisseur since you... Slowly. Um, I'm coming from a long way back. I've always loved my red, but I've never been someone who tried to study it. Um, now involved in the industry, I've had, I've had to be able to answer your basic questions, so I'm starting to learn a little bit. Um, the wine list has just changed, though, so this is a, a Pinot that I haven't tried yet. Um, are you going to go to Europe to, you know... Yeah, so... Get a, get a global picture on what the... One well, industry's really got to 
deliver. These are out of finals unless you win nine out of the next four, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is mathematically, I think, a little bit hard. Um, so I'm planning on potentially going to watch a grand tour myself. Um, I might go over and watch uh, the La Volta um, and try and watch a couple of stages, which is something I've, I haven't ran past the fiancé yet. <laughs> um, but I said it's I mean I said Bill Bow's a great place to go exactly. <laughs> North of Spain uh, who wouldn't want to go there and I'm sure she listens to the podcast so yeah. she'll probably know now <laughs> I said we're going to a trip to the Basque Country <laughs> she's like well where's that <laughs> I said it's an interesting little place in Spain where they they don't call them really Spain I don't know um, so yeah I'll pop in there and I might uh, take her to the Amalfi Coast as well and do the romantic bit down there as well which is also so, good for so the SSS will officially have Max Gorn on the ground at the Welter yes. 2019. I will uh, I will do my own podcast from there, <laughs> um, and I hope I mean hopefully the Volta lives up to expectations. Hopefully you get to meet George. Yes, George mm. is the one. Um, I've met a couple of cyclists, and I think I'll hopefully now Caleb's going uh, to the Volta. I'll catch up with Caleb over there, but. Um, a little bit disappointed I didn't see Lucas Hamilton on the start sheet. Yeah, I think the Giro... The Giro was enough. deep in the Giro. Yeah, I think right. that was enough for him. But and he was good at the Giro. He was incredible at the Giro. I think he's only got about seven or ten race days left of the year. So yeah. he's having a pretty quiet second half, but so it would have been all, good to see him there. So it's all in for Esteban. Yeah, Esteban. Um, so, yeah, that's the plan. Go there for two or three weeks. I've got to be back here for Brownlow, Grand Final, and our best and fairest. Um, so that's sort of in the middle of our break and then I'll duck off again maybe after that but very disappointed we're not playing finals um, we're probably new from a long way out but mm. um, it's been a disappointing year and be fair to say that this off season is probably the one that I need to have a, even more of a crack because I reckon the whips will be cracking day one um, so I might even ride up a couple of hills with them <laughs> see if I can shed a couple of kilos jump in the groupetto <laughs> um I've seen on, I don't know the doggies list well, so I can't tell you the names, but I've seen on the, the doggies videos, social media, so a couple of blokes running around in KOM jerseys. There's a picture of Josh Dunkley was one, and then... Um, They've got a cycling culture, the, uh, the doggies. Um, they did a ride with Matthew Keenan, uh, and they all got kitted up in full doggies lycra, and they put it on all over Instagram, and I was the most jealous person I've ever been. Um, so I've been I've been texting Keno trying to get him down to do some uh, Melbourne stuff, um, but it hasn't happened. And yeah, so doggies do have a big biking culture. Um, if I kicked, kicked a goal over these last four weeks that the tour was on, which I didn't, I had, <laughs> I, I had my opportunities. <laughs> um, I was going to do a cycling celebration what are you and do? zip up the jersey and just arms in the air. Um, Not a Xavier Dersma arrow. No, which I don't mind. It's a young... we got kids. Angus Brayshaw and Bailey Fritz did some interesting handshake post a goal. And I just look at it going like, why? <laughs> why, why is that happening? But um, yeah, I would, have done, I would have done a cycling celebration, yeah. potentially. Just over the team name. Mm. Oh, we, we look forward to next year then. <laughs> well, I might do one. The Volta... Oh, the Volta's on. Round 23 goes with the first stage. It's first week of the Volta, I think. Or close to. Maybe. No. Maybe the San Sebastian Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas is doing that, by the Which way. Which everyone will be watching, of course. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Because no one watches anything else but the Tour de France. Yeah. <laughs> it's the big dance. Anything else, Campbell? 
I don't think so, Alex. I mean, we covered most things, so. Thanks, Max. Thanks, guys. Thanks for hosting us at East End. Anything to talk cycling. I don't get many people to be able to talk it with, so. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. It's been great. Thanks to Map, and we'll see you back next time. <laughs>